just do that in the editing side. Stick out the mandolin and the voice. The whole thing, really. Alright, let's start the show. Hello and welcome to another edition of Hop Heroes, the show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I'm your host, Jordan Arith, and I have my fellow Flag Smashers with us, talented <laughs> artist and comic enthusiast, Jay like Reezy it. to the Jeezy, Jay Gonzalez. What's up, son? Hey, how you doing? Good, man. I was just feeling a little flavorful on that intro. I like so I it. Throw you some extra it's nice. uh, it's, pizzazz. It's got, got some extra sugar in that Kool-Aid today. I love it. What do you think? You a fan? Yeah, Jay Reezy? Yeah. Did you Jeezy? have to write that down, or did it just come right out of your brain? I have it scrolling on my screen right now, like Star Wars credits. So I'm, I'm, I got to keep up. So don't interrupt right. me too much. So I'm going to run out okay. of time. I like it. Impossible task. No, dog, it's all off the dome. All off the dome. What's up? What's up? So how you been living, man? What have you been doing this past week, JR? Uh, continuing to unpack and put things together. Um, of course, I had to do the bookshelf because I can't. I got to read. And I can't read if my books are in. Like boxes. Wait, are you in your house right now? The bookshelf looks good, house? by the way. That yeah. shit looks nice. Thanks. Uh, yes, we are in the house. Um, we moved in about two weeks ago, but um, Amber's obviously an organized freak, so she loves to organize. So she's just been kind of organizing and fixing things. And um, we have a lot of a remodel to do, but uh, this is like the one of the rooms that I took just for now until we get like the downstairs. Uh, and there's going to be like a whole den just specifically for a podcast room. So Ooh, um, hell yeah. Sick. Is yeah, it three so seats at the table or what? It can have three seats. I was thinking of putting a sofa down there. You know, it's going to have TV, that kind of stuff. It's going to have I my need statues. A mini fridge. I need, all, I need all, uh, I need HBO max. Um, It'll have the HBO I need a green room. Sparkling water. Green I need room. sparkling water. I need a green flat, room that's separate from the podcast room. That's only for me to like prep <laughs> like for the a show. Like dressing room. Yeah. <laughs> and I need a trailer that that's slightly catered. bigger than Zach's green room. It's gonna take my headphones off. So I don't have to hear any of this anymore. Uh, I'm just gonna move it, remove it right, right down <laughs> on the table. Um, I, I'm on a keto diet right now, so no snacks that aren't keto friendly, please. I'm just. I, I'm gonna make. I only it. like the green M and M's too. Oh my gosh, that's all I don't not like gonna green happen. M&Ms, so I don't want those in my <laughs> trailer. Trailer, wow, dude! Congrats! Uh, I had no idea you were living in your house, man. Were you recording there last week when we did we this? We were, yeah. But like, this wasn't like up. This was like in a mess. I mean, I finally got like some of the things up. We got like a wall of Funko Pops over here, over here, over here. I got a Spider-Man statue up right here. I don't know if you can see that. <laughs> nice looking. Looking stacked um, back there as always. And we got some more room for more books because I will be reading a lot of books. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm digging it so far. The house is great. It's bigger. It's fun. Upgrade. You know. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. So, That's dope. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. You guys are so. both sitting in your gigantic mansions, and I'm. St- Huddling to my in your closet square feet closet, <laughs> uh, for my thirty feet square feet apartment in Seattle. So that's fun. Yeah, but you live downtown. Like, there's pros and cons. I I, I would Different I would strokes. love living downtown. I feel like yeah, I've always thought about it. Fraser lifestyle, bro. Yeah, bro. You get to see the yeah, space dude. needle. I'm a city boy. Now. Yeah, bro. You're ha- you're having a hot. Yeah. You're about you're, you're you're poised for a hot girl summer. Oh, I love a it. Hot girl summer. Yeah. What's that mean? You never heard the term hot girl? Hot girl summer. Mm-mm. It's like I'm, I'm like hot girl summers, like, bleh, like I'm free, I'm, I'm wild, I'm about to be doing me, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
Oh hell yeah! That's, that's a hot, that's a hot girl hot summer. Girl summer. Hey, this summer I'm about to be a hot girl. When you know, I'm gonna let it all hang yeah, out, boys. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. Yeah, that's that's what it means. Uh, and that's t-shirt. our third host, published <laughs> author and Syracuse alum, Zach Barlow. What up? How you living? I'm I'm pretty good, man. I'm I've been getting crushed at work, but I will say this too. Shout out to the Syracuse men's basketball team. Uh, mm-hmm. I put a hundred dollars on them beating Houston this weekend, and it was a big deal. It was a huge game. They were in the Sweet 16. They were well, well underdogs in that game, and mm-hmm. you know, ult- ultimately Houston was just too big, too athletic, and they they yeah. pulled it out. But it got close a couple times, and I think that from a momentum standpoint, I feel like it could have swung the other way. It got real, real close like three times. So. Uh, yeah, tough, tough loss. T- I lost my money, but you know, I still, still represent. Got it. You got to represent. Well worth, well worth the experience. Yeah, they definitely. Uh, they got farther than I thought they would. Yeah, dude, they were they were on a little Cinderella run there. Yeah, Buddy Buckets, never... the top was the top scoring uh, player in the tournament. Dude, that's so dope. Yeah. Bayheim out there just stroking. Yeah, dude. Uh, Hell yeah. Never sleep on the orange in the tournament, man. They always can make a run. And one cool thing that I'm jealous of is that every year when we get to March and we're recording our podcast, we have an episode where we talk about how the Syracuse Orange men are doing in the tournament because they're always fucking in it. Yeah. So yep. that's pretty rad. You got that going for you. Hell yeah. Well, this week we are talking the second installment of the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Um, and we'll be doing that while drinking Cosmic Dreams from Aslan Brewing in Bellingham, Washington. So before we hop into the comics, let's get down with that badly break. So, Zach, you went to school up in Bellingham. Did you ever visit Aslan? I know we've had him on the podcast once before, but... I did, yeah. I remember. I, uh, it, it was dope. It was a dope brewery. My favorite thing... I like their logo. I've always liked, thought Aslan's logo was super sick, and the brewery... The brewery was actually new as I was moving out, mm. uh, so I didn't spend like too much time at that brewery, but it's definitely the kick it, one of the one of the kick-it spots in Bellingham. Ooh, I like that. That's a, that's a pretty color. Mm. I love that, yeah. Dude, this smells like straight, uh, like, orange juice. What is this? Mm. Is that uh, IPA? Yeah, Hazy IPA, Cosmic Dreams. It's like their big, their new big staple that is pretty common you can find around. Oh, there's a lot of little debris floating in there. It's definitely, definitely hazy. Mm-hmm. You ever had Pog? No. Pineapple, orange, or passion fruit, orange juice, and guava? Pog, Pog juice? Maybe, actually. Like. That sounds familiar. Oh, oh, that's nice. Is it fruity? So, it, it's not as fruity. Like, it's almost like a perfect harmony of bitterness and fruit, because I thought it was going to be all just sweet and orange juice. But they got a good amount of IBUs in there, so this is definitely a, a well-balanced IPA. I could drink multiple of these, um, and it's not going to make you hurt your sweet tooth too much only thing that i i read up that is a little bit disappointing or not disappointing it's actually probably a good thing is that it's um lower alcohol content it's only six percent um, <laughs> disappointing which is pretty good but it's just uh they lower the alcohol content but it also makes a lower cal- uh, caloric content so oh, nice. it's uh a kind of a low cal hazy ipa 
Um, so honestly, I, I got way less fruit than I thought I would, and I would prefer a little bit more for uh, um, a beer like this. It's it's kind of uh, more bitter than I anticipated being. I usually like bitter, but not when I'm going for a hazy, I guess. So, mm. um, pretty good beer. I would definitely have it again. Um, but yeah, I guess maybe I just want a little more fruit in my beer. Want to go in with the hazy? So that is our beverage breakdown. And now, without further ado, we have our 60-second synopsis from the one and only Z Killer. Let me go ahead and get the stopwatch ready. Have you been practicing in the mirror for this one, Zach? Yeah, you already know. All right. <laughs> On your mark. Get set. Hit it. The episode starts with our new Captain America crying in a locker room about how hard it is to be Captain America. And then his homie says, it's going to be okay. And then uh, Bucky and uh, Sam Falcon are b- fighting. Like, they're just, like, bickering back and forth a lot. And then they, they track down the the group of baddies who who are called, what, what are they called again? The World Crushers? The Flag Smashers. Flag Smashers. Flag Smashers, who we find out are actually super soldiers. Then there's this, like, wild-ass fight on, like, semi-trucks where, like, Bucky and fucking Battlestar, like, all join in with Buck with uh, Falcon and the Captain America, and they're all fighting and shit. And then we find out that... I just fucking watched this episode that... Uh, <laughs> uh, Captain America wants them on their team, but he says, like, nah, we ain't gonna be on your team, and the episode ends with... Uh, I don't know. How did how did it end? What happens? What happens? I've, oh no! The pressure, bro. The pressure. <laughs> Those final ten seconds, dude. The whole stadium's rocking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'll say you got it at a minute when you asked what happened next. So I think that that's when you ended your synopsis. Technically, <laughs> what happened? I forgot the how, What's the what's the final <laughs> stanza in that? They go uh, say they're gonna go visit Zemo to get some get some answers on the serum. Oh yeah, oh yeah, because we want to figure out why why the there's more super soldiers in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got it. So yeah, another uh, another installment, another kind of uh, popcorn flick episode. Some pretty really rad action scenes. Some uh, more plot, um, you know, unfolding. A little bit of a backstory. And what was that hero's name? The the new Cap. What was his name in the comics? Jr. John Walker, he's actually a uh, U.S. agent. He was first uh, the Super Patriot, but then became the U.S. agent. Um, the Super and if he, Patriot, yeah, that guy sucks. That guy blows, so dude. if he rubs you the wrong way, it's on purpose because um, – yeah. and I, I didn't even have to look some of this up because uh, I've actually kind of been always intrigued by the U.S. agent. And if you look at his suit, he's got the star up on the left right shoulder and that's exactly how the u.s uh, u.s agent is he's kind of like uh in the stripes look, yeah yeah he looks just like he has like the same like format as cap does but just not captain america what's what's interesting about his character is that i feel like so so when I, we met him in episode one we only saw him for a glimpse like that final final right at the second, end yeah at the very end of the episode and i was immediately like okay Fuck this guy! Like, it, like yeah. immediately, I hated him. I just didn't yeah. like his jaw and his little like he like winked at the camera, and I was just like, dude, this guy can get the hands. This guy sucks. And then mm-hmm. the episode opens, and with that scene where I kind of made fun of it because he was like crying in the locker room. But ultimately, I actually think that 
that scene goes a decent way to like humanizing him because he's just like you know he's feeling the pressure of being cap and then his like girl comes in and like consoles him and then like his homie comes in and he's like did he throw up yet and you know like and and i was like oh mate after that scene i was thinking maybe this guy's not too bad like huh I, I felt like it, it humanized him a bit. And then as the episode goes on, it just goes away. Like, he's just snarky and cocky and with yes. a stay the hell out of my way. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it kind of, he regresses back to just being the tool it's bag awful. that I always thought he would be. Yeah. If you, if you listen to the dialogue, though, like, in that scene where he's being humanized, like you're talking about, Zach, it's like his girl comes in, he's like reliving his glory days when he was a high school star and his girlfriend came in like yeah we used to bang out before every single game so yes probably why we always won like he was definitely like humanized but as a as a fucking tool um so like (laughs) i think that it was like it it was human he is he is a jock but it's like portraying him as a jock that's like fuck this guy yeah um or the guy that zach always aspired to be one of the two i don't know but it's basically i am i don't know (laughs) <laughs> yeah, or one of the three. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, then his his character just gets uh, more and more annoying, and I definitely. But they do a good balance. I will say to Zach's point, they do a good balance of like making him come off like human and like vulnerable and like real, but like also like side like sideways remarks and little backwards compliments, like just like he's he's actually a fucking douche. Yeah, like, it's it's yeah. a good balance. Yeah, yeah. Well, one of my favorite scenes I feel like in the whole movie and it, or the whole episode was when. Uh, they're in that Hummer with Bucky and Sam, and then Bucky's like, "Who are you?" And then to his sidekick, and his sidekick's like, "I'm Battlestar." And Bucky's like, "Battlestar, stop the car! Like, <laughs> stop the truck!" Yeah, <laughs> gets out of the car. Yeah. Like, he's like, "Fuck that, dude!" Yeah. Like, I've had enough. That <laughs> was like so, so good. Yeah. Battlestar, <laughs> like, there's like. It's so many connections in this, by the way. Like, I think I, I, um, I'll give my rating obviously later, but there's so many great connections here. Battlestar is actually like replaces Bucky as Bucky, one like in the comics. Oh shit! How, like how like, how does like explain like, that to me a little bit more? Like so, he like, becomes a Winter like, Soldier. He becomes the basic sidekick for Captain America or uh, the U.S. agent. In fact, him and and U.S. agent and uh, you know. Uh, Battlestar or um, what's his what's his actual real name? Uh, Lamar ha- Haskins. They actually appear in like the the first appearances in the same comic book, which is Captain America three twenty three, in nineteen eighty six. So it's like they're they're like linked together. Like that's he is to uh U.S. Agent John Walker as is Bucky as in two. So he's actually takes over that throne of Bucky, you know, just like. Uh, the Falcon has um, his guy who replaces him as the Falcon, you know, mm. and or it, it, basically you have all these like, I wouldn't say like imposters, but like the B team comes in while, hey, Capt, Falcon, Bucky, they're all going to go on to the Bahamas for the weekend. Let's just throw this team in there and, you know, they'll never notice the difference kind of thing. Um, so it's really, really kind of fun to see all this stuff in there. Um, and w- kind of a little bit backtrack to John Walker. One of the things about him is the reason that they wanted him to kind of have that humanizing thing is because he's super patriotic. Like it becomes a obsession with him about being patriotic mm. and trying to, because he America it, all of everyone's ass. Yeah. Well, his, his whole family's always been in like the military and, you know, it's becomes, you know, he, he looked up to, you know, captain America. And so 
it actually becomes a problem for him in the future as well. Um, mm. And so that's why you start to see that turn like, hey, he's humble. He comes from humble beginnings. And then all of a sudden he's talking to Bucky like he's not been around for 100 years. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, dude, that's the winner. So, so is like, he is he like an antihero in the comics as well? Or is he like a villain that just he, starts off good and transfers over? He's actually uh, he's actually a hero, but he turns into he at first. He just goes crazy at first. You know, he becomes so engulfed in his idealism that he turns and does things and gets corrupted by the power broker, which is in the uh, episode, by the way, and starts to really like he he wants to be like to me. He always wanted to be like Captain America, and he doesn't have the superpowers that Captain America. So he worked out a deal with the power broker to be super strong and work out this get the super serum in there, even though in the in the in episode two, it looks like he already has something. Yeah, which... I, I saw that. Like they did the the cutaway to him like throwing the shield and training yeah. and stuff. And, and, I, and I was immediately like, like, "Hold up, bro! This guy looks like he's a savage. Yeah. Like he throws a shield like Cap used to throw it." So, because I didn't think he had any superpowers at all, I kind of thought he was just a mm. figurehead. I think he's lying about it. I think there's, um, I think he already has it, and I think he already knows where the super serum came from, and I think he's. This is all a big plot somehow by the, you know, but hmm. so you think the, he already has the serum. I think he, he already has lying? it. I think he has, he has it. ass kicked by the flag smashers on the truck. Yeah, like, but he got, he got thrown knocked. off the back of the truck and into a car and walked away from it. Like, yeah, but she like blocked his punch and then he like, she like kicked him. Like, I don't know. He said right after it, cause he thrown the shield around the right after that. He goes, and he, look, I don't have human. I don't have superhuman strength. I don't have like any of this. Like, I think that's just part of the shields dynamic like that's why they want falcon to carry it and hypothetically falcon could do the same thing who doesn't have super strength you just be able to like whip it around because that's just how the shield kind of was i'm not sure all i know is in the comic book he worked out a deal to where he could have this the serum and it fucks with him so i think we're gonna see that i hope like i think that's where his corruption we're gonna see his corruption go go down where he gets desperate because he keeps getting his ass kicked and he wants maybe he goes crazy and he wants to be cap and he like takes this power because he wants to hunt down the su- super soldiers, and yeah. just as bad as the other guys. So, no, that was my thought. But if he already has it and he's fucking lying, then I think he's also slow playing his actual abilities when he's fighting. Hey, it's possible. Could be. I think that's more devious, which I like. So let's talk about flag smashers. So, uh, Carly or Carrie, uh, what was the girl's name? The leader. Uh, her name was uh Carly Morg. Uh, I can never say this right. Um, Morgenthau, Morgenthau, or whatever. But she's actually like, uh, there's actually a male version of it, and it's Carl Morgenthau. Yeah, so (laughs) Morgenthau. So she is like, um, I didn't in, in the like. I mean, I didn't even realize that was a lady until later. But she's actually the one from Star Wars. Um, she, she was on uh, was it episode? No, she was on a uh, solo Star Wars movie. She was right. Oh really? I don't yeah. Remember. She, she was on um, what was her name on there? But she um, yeah, solo Star Wars story. Hmm. I feel like you yeah. always make these call outs of actors that are like in other things. Like you're so good at that. I, as long as they're sci-fi, <laughs> or she, yeah. As long as I've watched it, I've I've probably yeah. <laughs> remember. Uh, 
She is uh, in, I can say, Infious Nest. She's the one in where he's in the sand at the sand sand plant, you know, and she's got the staff, you know, and she's like badass. Mm, I remember that now. Yeah, yeah. At the end when they make the, like the big deal. Yeah. The end bit. So she is obviously a, a a different version of Kara Morgenthau, and I don't know a lot about Kara Morgenthau other than the fact that he's probably one of the uh, alias or enemies of this whole group that we're we're seeing here. You know, um, you go to Mar. If you go to marvel.com, it'll give you like a huge um, uh, alias enemies of like certain characters. And there's like a million freaking allies with this. I mean, Battlestar, Power Broker, Taskmaster, Captain America. Uh, we're going to see Valerie Cooper in there. Um, we're going to see uh, there's War Machine already. There's, I mean, we've already seen Scarlet Witch, Iron Man. So there's a bunch of them associated with them. And, um, I mean, I have a feel, there's a, a guy called Nuke who has, like, the um, flag on his face, like, tattooed on his face, you know? So, I think we're going to see a lot of these villains. So much patriotic warfare. I know. <laughs> to, me, to me, I feel but, like the Flag Smashers feel like a misdirection. Like, I don't really feel like they're the real threat of this season. Like, no, I feel like they're I just, think, like, they feel very, like henchmen-y to me like they're just kind of like up front you know and like hiding who's really behind this and who's really kind of pulling the strings which we'll probably find out in like later episodes i think zemo Zemo, yeah zemo is definitely a player for sure he's definitely eviler i guess than all of them put together and he's in we saw him at the end of the episode spoiler alert Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. which hopefully by today which is this episode drops on a Wednesday and you've seen it, which is why we do a good job of not doing it the day that it freaking releases. Right. Mm-hmm. And doing yeah, it. People have the decision to listen to us when they want to or not. They yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think Zemo is definitely going to be a, a big baddie. I think that the henchmen are the flag, flag smashers. smashers and flag smasher was the hero or the villain, but now it's a group instead of just an individual. Right. Um, I think they're just going to be leading us to the source of the serum. Yeah. And that's essentially their role. <clears throat> but I know that when Flag Smasher came out in the comics, it was like 1985 or something. It was right around Reagan's time, and nationalism was a huge, mm-hmm. you know, part of our culture at that time. And uh, Flag Smasher was kind of like the anti-nationalist, uh, destroy the borders, um, you know, everyone's the same kind of deal. So it's so interesting that they're using these same characters again now because I just feel like politically, like the world is so different, but like there still is this like nationalist kind of identity that is in america and i feel like Mm -hmm. there but it's almost it feels like almost flipped a little bit because like initially when these characters were released it seems that like it was kind of like building up to patriotism because america's great and it always will be kind of like mentality or or mindset i feel like the captain america story is always kind of toward dealing with like that ethos but in this world already there's been like a lot of references to like black characters who have been underrepresented like like we ha- we meet the character Isaiah who had the same powers as Cap but Cap w- got all this glory and Isaiah went to jail and got tested and shit and then right after that scene Sam gets pulled over by the cops and like I just feel like it's almost like they're using these characters like in an opposite way, as opposed to say like, look at how great America is. It's almost, it's like, there seems to be this theme of like, 
maybe we can imp- improve in these areas, you know? And I just find that like kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It makes it, it makes you really like decide what side of the fence you want to root for. Cause it's not that black and white anymore. Like usually the good guys are easy to identify and now it's like, well, is their cause good though? And what are they actually fighting for? So it makes it definitely another dynamic. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but I mean, it, the flag a- smasher seem fucking shitty, yeah. but I, I wouldn't be surprised if like later, <laughs> honestly, they like kind of tell the flag smasher story and try to like present another side of this to you that as the audience that, does make you have that kind of that pause when you're just like, oh man, sure. are they really bad? Are they that bad? Like sure. they're they were down on their luck. They had had an opportunity to get serum. Was it was it the worst thing ever? You know, like I I feel like that's something that this a direction that this show would go in. Sure. Yeah. 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 The freckled face girl is gonna have some kind of sympathy. She seems like it. Like she seems like turn. Yeah. yeah, she doesn't seem like they're trying to get make her like the evil genius. It, she seems like gonna feel she's just her. trying to survive. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. it's just interesting. It's much different. Yeah. Yeah. What do you got for uh, Easter eggs or uh, Beneath the Ink for us here? All right. Beneath the Ink. So, there's – we kind of touched on a lot of little things. Um, I kind of go back to what Zach was talking about, the, the moment where uh, Sam and, and Bucky are walking through Baltimore, I, I think is what it seems like. And, obviously, you know, Baltimore is kind of a – a tough place um at times and when they're going to go see um isaiah bradley which he actually was captain america in world war ii um uh, and he first appeared in the red white and black number one january 2003 and his grandson actually elijah bradley actually becomes part of the young avengers and kind of wears the the captain colors and shield and that kind of eventually i think he actually might even becomes Captain America at one point too. Mm. Um, so again, all this connections and so much things that people probably found boring. And now you're just so excited about it, you know, cause there's just little things that bring it to light. Um, but uh, first kind of Easter egg in that kind of scene where, you know, Sam is actually, they're going to visit um, Elijah. Um, Isaiah is when he's talking to the kid and he's talking about how the kid called him. Hey, my dad th- says you're black Falcon. And he goes, why am I black Falcon? black falcon black falcon because i'm black and i'm the falcon he goes well yeah he goes he goes well what do i call you black kid well there's there's actually a lot of back in the day you know there's a lot of characters who were defined by their actual like color like there was called the black goliath you know black panther and um, a lot of the black magic you know black adam black (laughs) ad but they got rid of um Obviously, throughout the years, they've gotten rid of that that um that title and just went with like you know Goliath and because it was kind of pretty rude. Right, it's it, I mean it's pretty racist though because if you think about it's it like pretty rude. If you think about it like white characters aren't like it's not white Captain America, white Iron yeah. Man. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like to characterize by your skin tone, it's just you're yeah. just treating them differently. Question on that. When uh, he's joking about that with uh, Bucky, and he goes, he went to Wakanda and came out the White Panther, and then he goes, well, I'm the White Wolf. Was there actually a name called White Wolf that he went by, or what was that poll? There was, uh, in the, obviously in the, in the movie, they call him White Wolf when he's kind of sitting in, kind of out in, you know, his camp, kind of camping, you know, when he's out there with his own. Oh, what I don't movie? That. I just remember oh, uh, in, Avengers? In the, in the Black Panther movie, uh, they did that, didn't they? 
not just I, I thought it was in the is it in Avengers or the Black Panther movie? I don't know, but he's out in there, you know, he's being helped because no, it was in Civil War where they lost he lost his arm. Mm. And Cap takes him to you know, Wakanda. loses Wakanda to get healed up and they give him the vibranium arm and mm-hmm. that's what they call him the white wolf cuz he's just kind of hanging out by himself a lot, doesn't say a lot, scolding. That's I want I want a vibranium arm. That shit's fucking. So he lie. came up, dude. It it looks so. Dumb. It looks so. Know, in in this show, it looks great. Yeah. Could yeah. you imagine you're all injured? You go to Wakanda and you come back and you just got vibranium arms. Like this shit's mm-hmm. dope, man. So you want to be Jax? Is yeah. That, I've always thought that Jax as a character, like the character model of Jax, looks looked dope. Like I've always thought that, especially the newer models where like his arms basically look like vibranium, like like Winter Soldier's yeah. arms. It's just freaking. Just well, we're it's... gonna get to see that coming up because that comes out next month on the 16th. Mortal Kombat. That's exciting. So super excited. I'm actually excited for a lot of things. Um, yeah. So that's where the White Wolf. There is actually a White uh, Panther. I think at one time that is like the uh, guard or like the head security of Wakanda. You know. Um. So that's why he says White Panther, and that kind of stuff. So. Um. That's kind of one. I thought that was a pretty intense scene, so it's pretty good. It kind of came out um, of nowhere too, because like this show is like it very did come out of nowhere. Shallow, like kind of entertaining with like the not, explosions yeah. and fights, and then boom! All of a sudden, like oh, we're tackling racism in America right now, and it's just like wow, that's kind of a lot. Okay, here we go. Like a little twist. I dig it. I dig it. Um. So the guy who's playing the new Captain America, John Walker, is uh, Wyatt Russell. Do you know who Wyatt? You know, I'll give you one guess who his parents are. Wyatt Russell. Look at that chin. Kurt. Kurt Russell is his pops, and Goldie Hawn's his mom. So I see it. Wow. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, another cool fact about Wyatt Russell is that he actually auditioned for Captain America, the original Captain, before Chris Evans did. And before Chris Evans got the part. They must have remembered so, it. Like, ooh, perfect. he must have gotten so close casting. to getting Cap. He must have. I mean, he does have that similar kind of height and, you know, blonde hair. Um, he just doesn't have Chris Evans's looks or buttocks, but. really. So, yeah. He doesn't have, he doesn't have America's ass. he's literally ass. playing his replacement in the show. He literally is. <laughs> um, kind of a, some deeper stuff to think about there's general ross um this whole thing with super soldiers stuff is very intriguing because there's um if you remember the incredible hulk with edward norton and the baddie he actually they were trying to mess with this super serum stuff and he actually went too far and turned into a hulk um Mm -hmm. obviously gamma rays hulk this is all related super soldier trying to empower the government and general ross is at one point turned into the Red Hulk. So he's always, you know, he's kind of connected as well. We all saw him in um, Avengers of uh, Ultron. And this whole thing with Super Soldier kind of ties back to him. There is a, a, there's like a mention of him in like the credits or something, or in like, there's like a list or whatever, kind of in the background. Um, and his name is on there. And he's very synonymous with trying to create Super Soldier Serum and trying to create a Super Soldier. So, this could tie somehow to uh, She-Hawk and Thaddeus because She-Hawk become is actually Betty Ross, which is um, not that which is um, General Ross's daughter. So there's kind of like mm, this Nick thing going on. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, it, it, go back and watch Incredible Hulk movie with Edward Morton and kind of give you a little bit of kind of the super soldier stuff and kind of the craziness that it can go back to, which I, I love that movie, actually. Um, it wasn't actually a bad. Yeah. Which one was General Ross? Is he the one with the beard that announces the the new Captain America? No, he he's not in this. They don't show him. Oh, okay. But General Ross, if you watch Incredible Hulk, he's um in with his – he's got the guy with the mustache, and he's in the Avengers Ultron um as well uh and he's kind of like this i'm idealistic what's right what's wrong as well mm-hmm. um kind of person which totally fits into this uh oh yeah that guy i, I just looked yeah. him up too yeah i recognize him <clears throat> yeah it, yeah it's played by william battling with him right right he, he had he was the one that was on he sided with stark right in civil right. war yeah exactly yeah. civil war that's and um but uh, I always get Civil War and Ultron because they're so close together on, you yeah. know. Uh, but, yeah, William Hurt is the actor on that one. And it sounds like he's going to be in Black Widow, too. So we shall see how this plays out with that whole She-Hulk and General Ross. He's actually he's actually a pretty pretty big dick, General Ross. So. Yeah, he plays a good, uh, overly powerful, rich douchebag. Yeah. What, um... Do we know who's casted for She-Hulk already? Did they announce that? I thought they did already. Um, that's something that hasn't been on my plate. I'll be honest with you. I have not read a lot of She-Hulk um, in my day, but maybe it's time. Ginger Gonzaga? Oh. I honestly didn't even, like, when is, there's a She-Hulk movie coming out? Yep. Ginger Gonzaga. Who will be She-Hulk? So... She-Hulk is uh, the Wait, only time I ever read about Maisley. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Both in it. I have no idea. Hmm. About first appearance, She-Hulk says Marvel She-Hulk TV series cast revealed. Tim Roth. Oh, Tim Roth yeah, as too. Abomination. So he's the guy in the Incredible Hulk movie. So Tatiana Maslany. Maslany is, is going to be She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Nice. Is she's is Mark her Ruffalo name will be, be in this in the show. Nice. She's not in anything else that I've seen. I don't recognize her at all. But I am seeing some in characters that involve Hulk. I mean, well, she's in Parks and Rec. She is. I, Nadia. Oh, nice. Oh, she was. Yeah, she was the girl that. Uh, she was the nurse that Tom tried to pick up in like one of the later seasons and bought her a bought her a bear at the roller rink. Anyways, <laughs> anyways, um, deep cut. Enough of that She-Hulk deep dive. So what else do we got for Easter eggs? Is that all, Jr.? You got some more? That's all the stuff goodies. that I found. I mean, this is uh, this show is actually about five months after uh, um, WandaVision. Um, I think we kind of talked about a lot of it through our our you know little talk, which I love. So um, other than that, I mean, there's not really a lot going on in this not we're not talking wandavision where there's like 50 freaking easter eggs you know um yeah so that's all i got okay um oh well, but i did we... oh but sorry sorry i want to talk about a little about friendship because i think friendship is a big deal in this um and you just can't do and anything at the end of the day it all boils down to friendship yeah the and, more you know um uh astra uh, astra, uh Estrada uh, distinguishes three types of friendships. Friendships for the sake of benefit, friendship for mutual pleasure, 
friendships were founded on shared values. So I think we're actually seeing all these um, three types of friendship in this What kind series. of friendship do we have? Hmm. What were the three types? Uh, friendship. Drunk and argumentative. Was that one of them? Yeah. Um, I think we're actually the friendship for mutual pleasure kind of friends. <laughs> um, mutual, that, that sounds like, <laughs> well, this has gotten very sexual. So uh, why, why is it sexual? Yeah, friendship why is, for mutual pleasures. We all enjoy our our friendships for our own. Yeah, we enjoy comics reasons. together. We enjoy beer together. I don't enjoy you're, you're, beer, but you're, I'm the only one that thought that sounded the sexual. Gutter. There's no way. Uh, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, I we fuck, but that has nothing to do with <laughs> what Aristotle is saying. Obviously, man. I, yeah. Um, the three uh, types are just... friendship f- for the sake of a benefit for of a benefit, friendship for mutual mutu- mutual pleasure. I don't know what I'm getting out of this though. On shared values, I just uh, to categorize. Good dick. Um, Yikes. <laughs> share- Get me out of so. here. Never mind. Let's just move on to the next topic. I, I like how I try to get a little. Jerry's supposed to talk about friendship. Jesus Christ. Let's just this is on. where it goes. And move on. Anyways, thank you, Estrado, for your deep, deep uh, thoughts and us for destroying just, it just right out of the. Shitting all over it. Oh, just dumping it. Crap in it was like within 30 seconds. I'm sorry. So, dude, I um, had a short shelf life. That's all right. Oh That's my God. beneath the ink, though. Thank you very much. A little bit of research. Thank you for taking us deep beneath the ink of the darkest places oh, in Aristotle's mind. That was great. So, uh, um, anything you want to plug before we head out, Jr. Besides Zach's butthole. Wait. Uh, Jesus, get me are we, are out gonna, of here. Can we go we around in a circle and talk about go all our night. ratings of the episode? Yeah, let's do that. Go all night. Let's do all right, that. Yeah. All right. I'll go first. Uh, Bottom. I give the episode uh, eight inches. Sorry, eight God stars. Lord. I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was just a, a good episode that kind of gave us an idea of who these characters are, um, while keeping me entertained the whole time. I didn't think it was overly cheesy. I didn't think there was any parts that really dragged out. I thought it was all pretty necessary for the story, and they did it in an entertaining way. So I enjoyed it. All right, uh, let me let me go next. Uh, I don't really think this show is very good. Yeah, to be honest, I mean it's two episodes in, but we felt the same about so, Wandavision. So you know? actually, I was intrigued by Wandavision from the jump because I I liked their I thought it was unique how they did the the eras in the TV show. But I don't know, man. So far, I mean, it's like I get that I reserve the right to change my opinion later if this gets super dope. But because it's we're so early, but you know the nature of and this that's what conversation happens. is for us to talk about what we think right now in the moment and right now in the moment after episode two i find myself really feeling like everybody in this show is part of the b team really not caring about any character in particular uh really kind of like falcon's power is that he got lucky and got a stark fucking backpack like I just feel like, <laughs> what are we, what are we talking about here? And then on, and then on top of that, what really bothered me is, I don't believe Bucky and Sam's relationship. Like I do not believe it. Like I, I just feel like they're trying so hard to like be quippy at each other and like catty and these backhand comments and back and forth and all this stuff, and it just feels forced and kind of annoying honestly like if it like distracts from the story because they're just like 
trying to be like funny but tough and like out tough each other and i just find it i don't know just not enjoyable to watch so up up until this point i'm not super super in love with this show and i give this episode like a five Mm. can't be a five it's gonna be craft or trash four (laughs) wow wow ouch okay wow um wait till you has to take that back on after yeah i'm I'm actually gonna write this down right now 7 46 <laughs> p.m march i already it had it written down because i knew oh, this was okay. gonna come because this is just right. like, it's clockwork we're just gonna yeah. bring this story up like every other one um i'm actually quite enjoying this show uh more than wandavision um wow the uh not just because let's just say the story but the music alone is is done by henry jackson uh, Jackman, which did the Civil War um, uh, soundtrack. So, you know, there's a lot of connecting things, and I love continuing stories. Um, he actually did a little bit of a cap when uh, John Walker jumped onto the, to the, to the truck, and he kind of did a little cap music, you know, which is pretty cool. Um, but, I mean, it is B characters. It is the, side, the sidekick team fighting. I, I do agree with that, but I... I I'm loving to see this this side of uh, Bucky Barnes, um, and I was in I was intently watching this, you know, every single and it's a 40 minute episode. They're not 20 or 30 minutes like we did Wandavision, and um, I'm intently watching it. I'm loving the the way they filmed this. I'm loving the soundtrack. I'm loving um, I'm loving to see the relationship between Bucky and uh, Winter Soldier. It was kind of the relationship they had again in Civil War. I mean, they're fighting Spider-Man. And they're like, dude, what are you doing? There's a kid, you know, and the other guy's like, oh, fuck, what are you doing? You know, you're you got super strength, you know, um, and I think that's starting to come to fruition a little bit better. Um, and plus, I mean, as a comic book reader, I did not read a lot about Bucky Barnes and I did not read a lot about the Falcon. And now I get to, which is very fun. And I'm I'm enjoying that. So I'm I'm gonna go with a a nine on wow. this, um, because I've I'm literally wa- sitting there intently watching this, and then the research alone helped out with that. So, um, I think it looks good. I think it looks great. I think um, I, I'll be honest with you. If they hadn't touched on some of the the social stuff that's going on right now, I probably would have gone a little lower. But I was scared and frightened when I watched that, that scene with the cops and I'm like, what is, this is Disney right now. And they literally tacked, I mean, mean, it's, they went there and Sam Wilson and, um, and the Falcon, I mean, Bucky's like, what are you guys doing? Like, stop. Like we're, we're talking, we're friends, like back out of here. And that cop was extremely rude and extremely like, are you okay, sir? to Bucky Barnes and he's like what the fuck are you doing we're like superheroes you idiot <laughs> and then the other cop has a whisper in his ear um which jumped my my rating up and I I was scared and um excited at the same time because it's like okay they did it I love it it's it's now let's get back to the action I like Winter Soldier as a character I'm interested to see him <clears throat> in fight scenes quite a bit I just feel like I like I feel like his animantium arm looks dope and he does how he fights he I think is dope like I just think yeah He's like the high point in this I for like, me, but well, I mean, I gave the episode a four, so it's not very high. <laughs> it's not very high. I, I, I do think I think Bucky's the dopest part of the show so far. But I love the camera angles when Falcons in battle because like yeah. they have like the angles over his shoulder and like the quick shots, and 
No, they, they do a good job with it, I think. But, they do. But, yeah, we'll see. B-Squatch, so that puts us at a 7. Um, do you have a Rotten Tomato score for us? I can get one. Well, while he grabs that, how, how about when – let's kind of show you how uh, U.S. Agent – because that's what I'm going to call him from now on versus the actual Captain America. How about when when in um, Civil War when Bucky actually catches Cap, but he has to use his metal arm? But when he when he catches this guy's is shield, he, he only uses his regular arm. How, how oh, bad, I didn't catch that. <laughs> how bad How bad of a, like, dude, you ain't nothing compared to the original. You know, you're like – Oh yeah, you're like store peanut butter, and Captain America's like Jiffy or something. You know, it's like, dude, I don't even need my super arm for years. It's like that Adams fucking watery bullshit. Yeah. All right, I got it, and I'm, I'm, I'm. Zaxxon, I don't understand. Are, are you the voice for the people still? <laughs> are you still the voice for the people? Episode two, season one, only has a critic score. Doesn't have an audience score yet, but the critic score is at one hundred percent. What? Wow. Did like well, one? Zach, I don't get Logan it. I don't get it. Know. You're the lone wolf on this one. But, uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see where it heads. I think that it's. I think it's well done. I, I get what you're saying. You know, it's not the deepest of characters, but no, oh, it's It is me. well done. It's. It is very. You're like watching a movie every week, which is something yeah. that's pretty cool. I definitely feel yeah, that the production value is like. I mean, I think that anything lately. I mean, Disney Plus, especially more the MC, uh, MCU, yeah. is just like setting the bar for production. But I mean, they're just they're doing a good job. Ma- Mando, Mando it. set a pretty good bar too. Yeah, Mando they did a good job. Good. I mean, yeah, they Mando got Mighty Ducks. Too. They're making the re- this is just how you're just letting just it dunking make, on people. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. remaking the Mighty Ducks, and they got a million. They did. It's they out. did, and I watched it. it. I watched it too. I uh, you it. watched it. I watched it. How terrible was it? I. Quite, I liked it, but only because Emilio Estevez is in it. <laughs> Brandon liked it too, and there's like, there's no way it's a good movie. It can't be. But now I have to watch it. You gotta watch it. So quack quack. Yeah, flying All right. baby. Well, uh, shout out to Action City Comics. Anything uh, happening there this week, Jr. That you want the public to know about? Uh, just uh, Tuesday's live show. Uh, we're gonna start a Facebook group for them. Um, who knows? We might have some future plans for Action City and us here at Hop Heroes. Um, but to continue to support them and just because they continue to support us. I mean, our pictures are st- – our faces are still up on the wall in there. So Stop. Um, First there and then Canton. Yeah. So <laughs> we're – Hall of Fame for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I'll, I, I totally want a, a bust of me at Canton. For no reason, just oh, that'd be so great. Just says at the bottom for here? no reason. Here. Yeah, <laughs> so. somehow won the lottery and bought this themselves. Yeah, um, Z, anything you want to plug? I do want to plug something this week. Uh, we have a new podcast coming out called Adventure <sighs> Anonymous with a bunch of friends that we are uh shooting this or recording this podcast with. Essentially, it's an actual play podcast where me. Jordan, the the guys from Hop Geeks News, and uh, Nate from uh, Fantasy Football on Tap are all going to get together in a fictional world that I've built, and uh, you know we're just going to frolic and 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 have a playground. We're going to play this game, <laughs> and uh, I will be the DM or the MC, as it's called in, in the game we're playing called Urban Shadows, and. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great time, and the the first episode is also about to it's gonna drop this week. I'm actually editing it tonight, so uh, 
the episode's going to be out, and uh, we're recording our uh, next episode this week as well. So, yeah, I'm excited. So, tune in. Tune in. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, check out Adventure Anonymous. As always, follow us at Hop Heroes Pod on Instagram and Twitter. And just so you know, this new podcast coming out, there will be plenty of frolicking. It'll be a frolicking frenzy. So much frolicking. Uh, if you know what I mean. So uh, thank you all for listening this week, and we'll catch you all next week. Yeah.